there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. How's it going? I'd love to know how you're listening to T4C. Are you out walking the dog or going out for a hike, doing laundry, whatever it is, chilling on the couch? Tweet me at time, the number four coffee, LLC, and let me know. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so we can get the word out and build our Java community. And speaking of Java, it's time to get ready for another caffeinated career conversation. And I have been so excited to introduce you to my next guest because he is without a doubt one of the most incredible people out there. And I know that he has the ability and the knowledge to help change your life for the better because that's what he's done for me. Dr. Mark Hyman is a practicing family physician. He's an 11-time number one New York Times bestselling author and an internationally recognized leader, speaker, educator, and advocate in the field of functional medicine. He's the director of the Cleveland Clinic Center for Functional Medicine, and he's also the founder and the medical director of the Ultra Wellness Center. Dr. Mark Hyman, welcome to Time for Coffee. Are you caffeinated and ready to go? Well, actually, I had a coffee this morning. <laughs> I had a bulletproof coffee, which is like really great way to wake up your brain. Some people have issues with the saturated fat, but it works for me. Okay. You know, I kind of knew you were going to say you hadn't had it. I personally am drinking a Kavita kombucha right now, which has a little bit of caffeine, but not too much. And it's got a lot of other good stuff. Dr. Hyman, let's jump right into the Time for Coffee espresso shots to give our Java community a sense of all the different skills and jobs and whatnot that may be available to them in the field of functional medicine. And so the first question is, what are the entry-level jobs available to young people who want to break into functional medicine? Well, there's a range of things you can do, but one of the things that turns out is just as important, if not as important as the doctor, is health coaches. And health coaches are essential because what we need often to get healthy is to change our behavior. And you know you have a few minutes with the doctor, but you have a lot of minutes with a coach if you want to use them. And there are different coaching platforms out there. There's something called the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, which is a great training program for health coaches who are interested in functional medicine. And that's something anybody can do. There are other easier way ins. For example, physician's assistants are great. I've got two of them in my practice. We've hired them for Cleveland Clinic practice as well. And that's only a two-year training and it allows you to really dig in and go deep pretty quick. Of course, you can be a nurse practitioner, which requires you to have a nursing degree and then get an advanced degree. And of course, there's medical school. <laughs> but those are, I think, the trajectories that people can use. Also, people might be interested in nutrition. There's certified nutrition specialists. There's getting an RD and getting further trained in functional medicine. All that can be super helpful. Yeah, that's actually a lot of different options out there. What are the most useful skills that you look for in the people that you hire? I think people have to know how to think differently. If you're very linear and structured in a certain way, you're going to have trouble because functional medicine is really about systems thinking. It's about looking at the entire 
follow acts all at once and making connections and seeing patterns. So if your brain is not like that, it could be difficult. My brain luckily is like that. And I all of a sudden see everything, how it works together and how it's connected. But it's, it's a certain way of thinking that you need to be comfortable with. Certainly for your line of work, I think the answer is yes. But is someone's major a deciding factor to break into functional medicine? I'll say heck no. I mean, oh. my major my major was Buddhism. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that is an example. But, you know, Buddhism might actually be helpful. I think things that are not the traditional specialties of medicine and biology and chemistry and they get people thinking laterally out of the box, you know, anthropology, political science, history, English, Asian studies, <laughs> I think can be super important for helping people sort of reimagine the way things are, not stay in the stuck pattern of seeing things in a very linear way, in a reductionist way. You mentioned the health coaching as an option, but what about if somebody wants to go farther in the field of functional medicine? How important is it to have a graduate degree? Yeah, I think it's important for people who really want to get into this to get a medical degree, a DO, or pharmacists who get into this, registered dietitians or other nutrition training, health coaching, PA, nurse practitioner, those allow you to be much more engaged and have a broad range of practice that you can do. And I think are super important for people who are really passionate and curious about this whole approach. What about life experiences? What do you think are the most useful for someone who's just kind of starting out in the field? Well, I'm sad to say, but I think probably the most useful experience for me was getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't wish on anybody. People who often have had experiences where they've had a health issue, traditional medicine hasn't really provided the answers. They found a different way of treating it and thinking about it. It's inspired them to change their life, to change their practice and their trajectory. And that often leads to a much more compassionate and connected healer, one who also understands the challenges and is able to actually help people get better. Yeah, I, I definitely can see where that would be the case. I'm guessing the list is rather long here, but what is the best part for you of being in this line of work? I think the best part for me is the satisfaction of bringing a way of thinking to medicine and health that is radical, is new, and is so powerful in helping people reverse all sorts of chronic diseases. This last week, I was at Cleveland Clinic, and this woman who came to one of our groups, because I, I recognized a long time ago that we need to not only change people's biology through food and lifestyle and so forth, but we need to change their behavior. And that's difficult to do alone. So we need to look at you know using the power of community and groups and peer support to do that. So we created a program at Cleveland Clinic called Functioning for Life, where we get groups together, guided by the doctors or PAs and the nutrition and the health coaches to work together over a number of months to help heal whatever is going on. And this woman came in and she had heart failure, she had diabetes on insulin, she had renal failure, she had high blood pressure, she was morbidly obese. And this was in March and this is July, she came back and she said her heart failure reversed and this is by objective measures. Her kidney failure reversed again by objective measures. She got off insulin after 10 years within three days of eating the right food and her medications weren't needed anymore and she lost 40 three pounds as a side effect because it wasn't a weight loss program. And it's striking to see how powerful that is. And when I hear those stories, it just inspires me to keep 
doing what I'm doing because, you know, people hear that and they go, well, that's not possible. I'm like, well, it is possible. <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> right. And you follow the right paradigm. Like you can't get to the moon in a car, but if you have the right tools, you can get to the moon, right? So I think we're using the wrong tools to try to treat problems that we're treating with chronic disease without really understanding the root causes. What about the flip side? What part of your current job or jobs do you find the most frustrating? I think the most frustrating for me is once you've seen the promised land and trying to convince people that it actually exists when they're really skeptical is super frustrating. Like we're working on reversing Alzheimer's and I've seen personally case after case of people having dramatic reversal of decline of Alzheimer's and dementia using this approach. And yet when I say it to people, they're like, well, that's not possible. Spent billions of dollars and studied Alzheimer's and drugs and nothing's worked. The likelihood of your having success with this is pretty much nil. But, you know, we'll humor you if you want to do it. Fine. But it's like, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> this is the future. It works. Here's this five patients that reversed. And it's a bit frustrating. I see the amount of suffering. It's so needless. I mean, there's certain things we can't change overnight. We can't end climate change overnight. We can't end wars. We can't end natural disasters. But we can end these problems. And we do know how. And we just don't have the structure, the systems to do that, which is really unfortunate. Well, I know you're working on that. So <laughs> keep going. What is the best career advice you've ever gotten? Best career advice is stay true to who you are. Don't try to be somebody else. <laughs> you know, just stick with what you're doing. Don't try to accommodate to other people or you know your mission, your purpose. And I think that has held me in good standing for a while. What about movies? Are there any movies or fiction, works of fiction that you think accurately depict this profession? I don't know works of fiction, but certainly my books, I think, are a good entry point. Some people think they're fiction. I don't know. <laughs> Ultramind Solution is a good overall framework for understanding functional medicine. Movies, there are some, like The Magic Pill talks about diet, which is kind of a good movie. There are different movies out there that are you know, coming around. I did a documentary online called Broken Brain. You can go to brokenbrain.com and it's, it's free online. And then if you want to download it, you can pay a little bit, but it's essentially an eight part documentary on the brain through the lens of functional medicine. So final espresso shot, what would Java junkies be surprised to learn about the field of functional medicine? That there is a way of treating illness that is so much more effective and powerful and works faster, better, and cheaper than traditional medicine for most chronic diseases. And they never heard about it. <laughs> well, if they listen to the longer podcast that we're going to be doing in just a moment, they can learn a heck of a lot more about it. And Dr. Mark Hyman, thank you so much for making time for coffee with me and the Java Junkie community. And I want to make sure to let folks know your latest book, Food, What the Heck Should I Eat, is out there, as are your other 10 books. So they should... Uh, 14, uh, they, 14. Oh, goodness. 14. There was 11 New York Times bestsellers, but there's 14 books. And the ones that were cookbooks, the other Okay. Well, thank you for correcting me. And they've got plenty of opportunity now to go out and buy the books. Dr. Hyman, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. 
Thanks so much.